We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Skandrick, TJ back. We back. I feel better today, though. You, you feel know? better? I went. I feel good. Uh, you know, midweek. <sighs> Monday. I think it was Thursday. TJ, yeah, he got Thursday, me again. Yeah, yeah. He got me again, man. I uh, sat right here on this me, spot and I said, my turn. "The Packers ain't going to the playoffs." I know. I know. Man, I know. Voila! What happened? But I thought they would beat the Titans. I said it last week. Uh, it's been humbling, man. TJ, I'm on roll, huh? Uh, you know, and he got me again mid-game. This is what he does. He like listen here, y'all. He comes mid game and he like sends these texts. When he's mad, he sends voice notes. But when he's like <laughs> when he's even, he sends texts. So he sends these texts like, I told you, like you know, I told you like the the Aaron yeah. Rodgers like he's like, he don't got it. So he sucked me into another bet. He had me down in a hole. Like he had me down a thousand dollars, you know. But the Cowboys, you know, I told y'all the Vikings. Was, we gonna get to that. Yeah, we're going to get to the Vikings. We have Gerald McCoy joining us later on in the show. Um, defensive tackle, drafted top five at the Bucks out of Oklahoma. We have him joining us. It was a lot of good football yesterday. A lot of big Bro, games, the, big the, matchups. What's, what's crazy to me about the league right now is so unpredictable. Is we, it really? Been, bro, we've been talking about how Debo, you know, and his what he's doing with That's the Giants, true. and then they lay an egg. Um Detroit Lions. Yeah, they that did. That was a surprise. But what's the surprise is Buffalo, bro. Like for the first time, like I looked and I said, like some of these misses I seen from Josh Allen, like, you know, I I, I sat could on there and I talked be, about it, it has be? to be. It has to be. I mean, I think it's like a hammy though, because people are like, well, he threw a 60-yard bomb, like he ain't injured. But you know, when you got a hammy or when you got like an ankle, every movement don't hurt it. So sometimes when you got that ankle and it only hurt when yeah. you try to break and run. Maybe that dig, or you try to stem and plant a certain type of way in a hammy, or when you accelerate. It, and if you watch the Bills, that game, they came out and ran the ball more than they ever have. Like, I can't recall a game where Buffalo ran the ball as much as they... Josh Allen didn't even throw for 200 yards. But let's look at it this way. So they chose the, the location to be Detroit. Does it kind of interest you that they chose it to be an indoor location to keep that arm, the elbow warm? And then, secondly... They're gonna play there two weeks in a row. So to be able to play indoors, to keep 
keep the elbow warm, to be kind of acclimated. I think for right now, it just feels like Buffalo just trying to hold on to me. No, I, I believe Buffalo's fine. I, I thought playing in Detroit, which for Cleveland, it benefited them. They didn't even, they drove. I don't even know if they had to fly to Detroit because it's so close for them. And so for them, I, I thought it was easier for them. Now, Chiefs Chargers, you're... First, me, of, we, all, hold first of all, I need to apologize to oh, the Chiefs yeah. kingdom, to my former teammates, my former... I my, tried to my, tell you. My former teammates, Patrick Mahomes, is, I tried has to tell ice you. water in his veins. Um, he executes Andy's offense. They, they, what I give Andy Reid... Did I not tell you this? This is what I give Andy Reid credit for, though. When he had Donovan McNabb, he was a West Coast style. So then he got Michael Vick. He, he was still West Coast, but he made him get out the pocket, right? So then he goes and he has Alex Smith, who was a career game manager, so they say, and they've won titles. And now he gets he gets uh, Patrick. Bro, he has really adapted. Like, this is a man that really, Andy really Reed studies. Andy Reid is probably, at least from when I can recall, just really understanding the game of football and the way he... Andy Reid has evolved. Boy, he's does he's he. the best offensive coach in the last 20 years in football. You, I don't care. You can say he is. Shanahan, the father of the son. You can say McVay. Who, Andy Reid is the best offensive coach because, of the last 20 years. But this years. is the thing, though. It's like he uses still his West Coast concepts. Bro, it doesn't matter who he has on his he's offensive smart. line. He finds a way. Uh, he finds a way to put his guys in position. You don't ever hear, Bruh. you don't ever hear, you hear these other coaches complaining, like um, bringing players down in the media. You never, what? I can't recall ever hearing. And I'll tell you a little Andy Reid story. I was on the end of my career when I went there and you know, I didn't, I couldn't run as well anymore. Um, I didn't, I couldn't run as well. You know, I had the knee injury, you know, it was the end. And I remember us being 13 and one and coming, or 13, 12 and 0 or something like that and coming back and they're gonna, the Rams are gonna play the Rams here again. It's gonna be since that shootout. And, I just didn't play very well. You know, I was really geeked up that I got a chance to play in front of my family. I didn't play very well. Um, I remember Andy calling me in after the bye. He caught me in the hallway. And um, he basically told me that that we were going to go younger and, you know, that he appreciates me. And that made me, like, that meant everything to me. Because most coaches that send, you know, the coaches that send the D coordinator or send somebody else and they're not, like, not it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was him. And the way he handled it, and I remember us being in a playoff game, and um, we were playing the Colts, and we were up like forty something to seven. And Al Harris was like, "I'm gonna put you in at the end, pimp." I was like, "I ain't going to the game." So he's like, "All right." So then Andy comes over, you know, he's like, "I need you to, you know, give me a few plays to keep the guys injured." And it was just like nothing. And then I remember at the end on my exit physical, and just hearing him say like he appreciated how he made me want to handle things like a pro. And one of the things is I wish I could have played for Andy. When I was younger, you know what I'm saying. I wish, like, just I just appreciate him. As so a that coach. year you had with him made you appreciate him, yeah, yeah. more than you. Like did I wish I could have, like, like you know what I'm saying. And I wish, I wish it could have been one of those things where I would have been a homer and I could have got another. You know I mean, it does help though that he does have Patrick Mahomes. Now he's won everywhere he's been, but he hadn't won a Super Bowl until he got Mahomes. And well, actually, we are we we were thinking about me and TJ are thinking about putting in application they, we, for being a, no because like in college NFL is the only place that a player can just get a job because in college they would never hire a student but in the NFL they can hire a player so me and Hoosh we're gonna bro, put out some applications explain to me hopefully we can get a job you're the Chargers yeah that last drive Herbert takes you down the field you score 
Brandon Staley, who is a defensive coach. But you know he used to be a quarterback, right? Yeah, but he's a defensive coach. Your defense gave that game up. Okay. But the, the, this is the problem that I have. When you have mobile quarterbacks, you don't play two-man. Because on, You don't play two-man coverage but, with a mobile quarterback. Once again, on paper, two-man looks good. You know what it says? It takes away... All like deep throws. Just yeah, be, yeah. But as a as and being a, a quarterback gonna run for twenty, that's a deep throw. But you being a receiver and a very crafty receiver, if you know that I'm taking away the inside leverage, all you gonna do is they beat him in two minutes sometimes. All you gonna do is run me into I'm my leverage to get more se yeah, like separation. Exactly. But Staley being an ex quarterback and you know he probably wasn't a very mobile quarterback, and Ronaldo Hill being an ex safety, like how many times do you see plays actually made in two men? When you, you can't really make plays. When, when you have a mobile quarterback, I mean, and, I, and, then, and then they ran a, a twist with both D tackles, just opened up the middle of the field. And I'm like, why are they doing this? I mean, I think, played, I think, I think D Lyman called her own games. They played so much man that last drive. If I'm the coach, you're going to earn this touchdown. Bro, I'm, I'm going to play cover two. I'm going to call cover I'm going to play cover four. And it's a drop four. We're not coming up on the scissors, the double post night. So you so wouldn't work your way down the field. What we said, me and TJ said, is you know, they needed you're protecting the touchdown. Cover so, six, son. So how my mentality is and has been, we're not gonna even really start playing defense until we cross the 50. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna play cover two, we're gonna be soft. We're gonna get it. We're gonna, gonna get you a couple seven, times. eight yard completions. But you know what they thinking? They thinking, let's close the windows, be tight on our man, and then, but at the end of the day. You're a defensive player. Well, I would be pissed. If my corner sink, it takes away the corner. If my nickel and my uh, will backer sink, it takes away the dig. Not so even your will backer. You gonna say your dime? Your dime. That takes you take away the dig route because where are they gonna try to hit you at in cover two? Digs. Of Corners, seams. digs, seams. If we sink underneath and rally or sink over the top and rally to everything underneath. Uh, that's seven, eight I yard mean, completions, that... and the clock is running. Why are you playing man to man where you get crossing routes, you oh. get seven, eight yards, you make a guy miss, you run out of bounds, clock stop? This like, league, why? This league is all about analytics now. Why? It's all about analytics. I mean, and if you haven't been out there and have the, the feel for it, you know, bro, Ronaldo Hill's a safety. Safety's Dude, love if I'm a, if I'm a player, you couldn't be a player in this league now. If I'm a player and I player. play on the defense for the Chargers. I, there's no way these coaches sit up there. Today is uh, Monday. They're starting a the game plan for whomever they play this weekend. And they just sit up here watching film. And then when the pressure's on, you're going to play two-man. Like, what you watching all this film for? That ain't even... What that, are you watching all the film for? That wasn't the kicker for me, though. That wasn't the... the, the and they get, they get... That wasn't the kicker. You know what the four. kicker was? The one rat with Travis Kelsey and the middle linebacker just dropping in the... Middle of the field. To cover who? So why not? Why not just say take away their best double. player? Let's say one double. Take or, away their best or player. We can play one rat and say, you know what? I'm a collision, Kelsey. So we robbing him. Oh, That's God. the guy. I mean, if you really How think you about think it, Derwin James felt at that touchdown at the end. It's, he running. I mean, he it felt looked like, like they ran mesh spot. He has outside leverage. He runs across around. It's like oh, easy you touchdown. See the middle linebacker in the middle of the field though. It's really oh, incompetence so. by the Chargers coaching staff. But they'll guarantee today they're going to watch the film. You know how the coaches do it. All you hey, got to do is stay tight so, on your man so right look, here. Tackle right him. Here, right here, 
you know they're going to run a crossing route. They're in a bunch. If I get up and press, I'm going to get knocked. When they ran that, uh, when Travis Kelsey caught that touchdown with Asante Samuel Jr. covering him, when he dove to knock it down, he's an outside guy on the bunch, and he's trying to chase him across the field, running through all, like, what are but, you but guys But the thing doing? about it is, you know what affects the Chiefs, though? The effects on the Chiefs is stand playing umbrella coverage and rushing them. And then, I mean, I'll tell you what they're going to say. They're going to tell the defense, like, we can't lose contain right here. We got a cage rush. We know he's moving. Right, of course. Don't play man. two man. Now, NFL coaching is at the, an all-time The, the Chargers, right I'm just going to go out on a limb and say uh, Sean Payton is probably going to be the Chargers coach next year. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Sean I mean, Payton will be their coach. If I'm Sean You got man, Herbert. You got receivers. You got a good defense on paper. Why not? I mean, I think Sean needs, Sean needs full roster control. I think uh, the problem of it is, is it's not, we think about his coaching and I'm coming from a, a humble place. Um, as much as we talk about Dallas's front office and their front office structure, the problem of it is you get these guys that are in the front office and at least you know, Jerry Jones, uh, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, like it's a consistent there. I think he was angling for the Cowboys, but they doing too well. Mike McCarthy, he's going nowhere. The problem of this whole thing is, is if me and you coaches and we got somebody else and they, they football, like they think different of us. And pe people that are coaches, they don't like conflict. People that are like, I'll consider like a lot of coaches are insecure people. But Sean Payton has proven himself. He do, but what do he you do? He may not get total control, but he's going to have control if that makes sense. I think so. I mean, I mean that's only right. I mean, I, I'm going to go for Sean Payton. And I think from my little birdies, my little birdies, I'm not going to go. I mean, if I'm Sean Payton, I'm going. And I'm going to get Chris Richard. That's my defensive coordinator because he's fiery, he's young, he's proven. And, you know, I'm going to build a coaching staff of coaches that are hungry, that want to become, like, I, if, if I'm a coach, I'm calling somebody like TJ and say, TJ, Sean Payton here. I know you live in this area. Um, would you be interested? You're not going to have to move your family. You here. Uh, I'm going to call somebody like myself, not to say I want to do it. I know you, or would you be interested in, like, being an assistant DB? Because I need people in a situation that have played. Players respect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They and respect I need, that. I need the realness, but mm -hmm. the thing about having me and you on the coaching staff, we're going to look at this shit and say, you know what? At the end of this shit ain't going to work. And a lot of coaches don't like that. And, and I know you. And you being the older TJ that has forgotten more football than some of these guys know, I think you would be a hell of a coach. And you just same type of coach that can say, hey, bro, you can't be running this. You got a family at home. You got to figure out what you want to do. You can't run the Because a lot of this is... It's more relationship than it is yes, coaching. Yes. It's everybody relationship can play. Everybody can play. Everybody can everybody play. Can play. It, it's relationship. One more question, Chiefs Chargers. Is Mahomes the MVP thus far? Mahomes is the real deal. Patty, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, I tried to tell him. I, I'm not I tried building to tell him. anything that doesn't start with you. Uh, I don't take nothing away from Justin, Justin Herbert. Patrick, you got ice water in your veins. Is he the MVP? Um, he's like something I've never seen before. Most humble. you you one of the most humble dudes. I sat there and I, I watched you. From the beginning, um, just the way that you treat your teammates, the way that you guys like the cohesiveness type of person you are, and you got you deserve everything that you got coming. He ain't getting a lifetime achievement award. I just said, is it the MVP? I just think that you know, like his his significance to the Chiefs goes far more than the most valuable player. He's the face of the franchise. I, you can pick him at MVP at any time. That that is almost true what you said, but it, as of right but he now, ain't where, we, for MVPs. He where we stand for... today, um, yeah, he's, MVP. he's the MVP. Yeah. The way the Chiefs are playing, uh, but what, what he's doing it differently without Tyreek Hill, but he's still doing it effectively. So for me, he is the MVP. One more question uh, with the Chiefs, and then we'll move on. At the end of the game, Mahomes says Travis Kelsey 
is the best tight end in the history of football. Thoughts? Um, I don't know if he's the best tight end in the history of football, but Travi, uh, he's another one of my boys, Flip Cup Kelsey. Um, the way that just the way that he goes about his business, he's he's he used to be a quarterback, so I think mm -hmm. that is his cerebralness in the game. Uh, Trav, you come, Trav, come to work every day. Another another great individual. Um, I think that he's well on his way. You know, he doesn't show no signs of slowing down. Damn, that's exactly what I said. He isn't now, but, but this he's is on the thing. His way. This is the thing, though, know, and this is me and TJ never agree. But the game of football has evolved. So the number one thing that somebody is gonna say when they say that he not the best tight end in the league is he can't block. Well, I don't need a tight end that can block no. nowadays. But think about this too. Everybody, he can't block. Uh, who's the best blocking tight end in the league? Gronk. Oh, right no, now? right now. Oh, I don't know. You don't know because they don't care. Yeah. They act like they care. Yeah. They pay tight ends to catch the ball and score touchdowns. And so who's the best blocking tight end? We don't know because Tra Travis they, is a, it doesn't matter. He's a game wrecker. Travis Kelsey is on his way to being, to being what Mahomes said. He just isn't there yet. But the thing about it is he's just a different type of – he's so smart. He's he, nice, he, bro. He's shifty. He, he's nice. We're going to move on from that because I really want to talk about this. Just, I watched the majority of this game. The Jets had, <laughs> the Jets had two yards of offense in the uh, second half. Hold up. Two yards of offense in the second half. I'm watching the game like, bruh, this is bad. And then the game ends and Zach Wilson is saying, it's not my fault. Um, I didn't hold the team back. Uh, we'll be okay. We'll be better. Did I, uh, he handle that the right way? No, he didn't handle it the right way. But I think he 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 says, you know, I would like to play better. We all would like to play better, and you move on. I think you handled it. You he handled it in a way so he leave it up for like so much gray area. But what I am gonna tell you is, two yards of offense is not just on him. It starts with the play caller. It starts with the run game. It starts, it's all of us, you know. Um, we didn't, two yards of offense, but we didn't throw a Listen, drive starter. We can't blame it all on him. I like Zach Wilson. I've been around Zach Wilson. But you can't grin when you win and sing the blues what, when you what lose. What did you really expect from Zach Wilson, though? Let's talk More about than that. that. No, I'm saying, what were your expectations for Zach Wilson? Because like I texted y'all in the group chat, I said, I don't really want to talk about the Jets because they're exactly where I expected them to be last no, place. They're, no, they're not. They're in last place. They're, they're doing a lot better than anybody are, expected them to be. They are in last place, but record-wise, this is the thing. When quarterbacks play well, they, get, they get the majority of the credit when it should really be divided amongst the, the team. The Russell Wilson effect. Yes. And so now... Dude, two yards of offense in the second half when they're loading the box, playing man-to-man, -man, daring you to throw the ball, um, and you can't complete the ball. There's guys open. All I'm going to say is this. Zach Wilson, if he was smart, he would have got up there yesterday after the game and said, I let the team down. We lost this game because of me. But I didn't play well enough. I didn't throw the ball accurately enough. This game is on me. The defense did their part. I let the defense down. Whether you believe it or not, that's what you say because now those guys going to have your back moving forward. Now they looking at him like... Listen, Oosh, you know the difference between you and him? You a man. That's a little... That's a kid. All you do is take the accountability. It's a new generation. But, bro, you're an adult. Like, this generation is different. This generation is built off of, like, justification based off of what's said online, what you say in front of people. And... This is, I didn't expect anything from a kid from BYU that was underclassman. You don't have to expect anything, but when you play that way, you got to let everybody else in that locker room know that you know I played like shit. Like, I, this I, is on me.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We have Gerald McCoy with us. Appreciate you. We're going to keep it real short because Gerald McCoy's daughter is in the gym hooping. So we, we t- we're we taking him away from his family. So we're going to get right to it. Number one, appreciate you joining us. Mm-hmm. Would well, you be- Wait a minute, hold up. Hey, you twisted, you twisted all them dreads into one? Uh, it's called Wix. It's a Florida style. You know, I was in Tampa for 10 years. So. Okay. Yeah. So can you untwist them? <laughs> Nah, this is how they are now. I'm just a treat, my bad. Yeah. Go ahead though. <laughs> so would you would you being a defensive player in that Jets Patriots game yesterday, if you're on that Jets team and Zach Wilson's lack of accountability, how would that on, play man. with you? Come on, man. Hey, first off, dude gotta grow up, man. Like he he's entirely too immature and he uh-huh. needs to understand. That's what come with being the quarterback in the, in the National Football League, man. You're going to get the tough questions. You're going to get all the praise when it go good. You're going to get all the blame when it go bad. So him getting up there and having a one-word answer, uh, did you let your defense down? You just say no and, like, roll your eyes. Come on, man. Like, grow up. And his teammates, even with him doing that, they tried to, like, do everything in their power to not throw him under the bus. But doing that, and that's not the, the first time he's done that. He's gonna lose the locker room real fast, and that that Zach, Zach Wilson train gonna be. But that's but gonna be gone. what I will tell you about the NFL is though, uh, part of him growing up is they need to have some teammates that you know, put their arm around them, and right. I think that losing the locker room and the Zach Wilson train being gone is I think that it's a lot of people. It's probably about it's fifty three people on that team. It's probably a solid forty of them that'll be off that train mm-hmm. before him. So I think they need to find a way to, you know, when you have a, you need some vets, you need to sit down and you need to say, Zach, look, we all in this together. This is how we gonna handle it. But when you you blatantly just, you know, putting yourself above us, um, that that's disrespect. And I mean, you went through it a little bit with Jameis, you know, and Jameis was a special type of dude, and you know, he had special ways of conveying things. How did you guys handle that when you guys went through it with him? Just like that, just like you said. Jameis is very unique, as we all know, and he just kind of do things how he do. <laughs> but, Fuller, I mean, we all know, man, we see it. And we in the locker room, like, we would laugh it off, but sometimes we would have to, like, pull him to the side. I know I was one of them, like, hey, Jay, just be natural, bro. All the, the special speeches and the trying to be, like, you know, trying to create a moment, you ain't got to do that. Just be organic. 
you know, be real and the guys will hear you more. And that's why when he had that suspension and Fitz came in and we started the season in 2018, we started so explosive putting up all them numbers because the guys were relating to Fitz a lot more because yeah. he was really organic. Hence why Fitz is on TV right now. Yeah. That's just what you see is what you get. He was relatable. Everybody related to him. Whereas Jameis, you had to get him to like, hey, come back here, you know, and it's just who Jameis is, man. He just wants to lead so bad. But see, the thing is, Jameis might say some outlandish stuff, but he didn't shy away from, like, taking credit, you know, accepting fault if he messed up. That's the difference in him and Zach. This guy is starting off on the wrong foot. You can't do that as a young guy. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, getting a, a vet to put the arm around him and tell him this, that's what we did with Jameis. But yeah. Jameis didn't have a problem with accountability. He just was always doing some outlandish stuff, if that makes sense. They're all true. I just think they got a very, very young team. Um, Zach Wilson mm -hmm. hasn't faced any competition since he got there. Um, you got to be really careful with handing a 20, 21-year-old the keys to the, the, the kingdom. And then he's in New York, which is a, just a traditionally strong sports market, you know, and some people let their play dictate in their minds to what they're worth. And, you know, for players like me, you, you, who had to really earn that keep, like we look at it different. Mm -hmm. But let's change gears a little bit. Let's take us to where you at in life. I mean, I mean, I know you spent the time with Dallas. You had the, the injuries. You spent a little bit of time with Oakland. Do you miss the game? Where you at with it? Do you still want to play or do you want to come join us here and uh, talk shit every Monday? I'm going to do both. <laughs> I was I went to the um the broadcast media boot camp this past offseason. Yeah. And the first thing they said is, don't rush to be over here with us. Play as long as you can. And uh, wait, wait, let me give you one set of advice. Now that you ain't playing, you don't gotta take nobody else's advice. That's the best thing about right, being I got on the other side. <laughs> I got yeah, I got you. But the thing is, for me, I wake up every morning and still have a fire to go to the gym and be prepared and train and all of that and until that's gone I told myself I'm gonna give myself one more season mm -hmm. and then this off season I'll be done and I'm gonna start you know making my way over but for now yes I'm still you know it's what seven eight more weeks of regular season and then playoff run you know like I was going to be done but then when I seen Eric Weddle get that call right before last year's playoff you never know. get on the team go win a ring and then go sit right back down. I said, man, I'm going to at least wait till the season over. Let me just see what happens. Because, I mean, true, you never know. So, yeah, I'm still, you know, staying in shape, staying ready. You've seen Sue and Limbaugh Joseph just got picked up. So, you never know. But this offseason, they ever start transitioning. Let's talk playoffs with a team you play for. Dallas Cowboys, real sweet and simple. Can they get it done this year? Don't start this shit today. Can, can they win Bro. a playoff game? I mean, they not beat the Vikings 40-3. to three. Can, can not, they get it done? Do you trust listen, them? Listen, don't start this shit on my Thanksgiving Monday. You can answer that, too. Yeah, I trust them. You, you know. I didn't just, ask you. I, I just hope him. that, you know, we can get the right team. Here, here's, what I'll, here's what I'll say. Tread lightly, bro. If they play like they played yesterday, they could beat anybody. The thing is, where Dallas always messes up, when they get in the playoffs, they don't play a complete game. And... Right now, they have the defense to beat anybody. And if they can keep this momentum up with the offense, yes, I feel like Dallas is a problem. Like, they're going to be a hard out 
if they can keep this momentum up because the way that front is getting after quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, but you've been in that. Hey, 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 hey. This hey, year, listen, tread lightly. Saying, the culture, but listen, the culture is changing. There wasn't a Michael Parsons on that team. There's a Michael Parsons there now. And when you got a guy who's a fire starter like that, he's flammable. When he get going, the whole team get going. But but, but y'all still had you had Demarcus on the team. You had Randy on the team. They had players. We did, but remember at that time when I was there, that was that historically bad. Defense. Oh, it was Mike Nolan. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Yes, that you see what like, I'm saying. Try, yeah, it was like y'all was trying to put that square into that circle. Right. Yeah. I didn't get to experience that. You know what you experienced. Yeah. So that's the that's what I'm saying. But now. You got a guy where you putting him in all these different positions, and and I still think D Law is still the leader. But when you got a guy like that, it's just like, hey, just let him go. Yeah, I don't do all the talking. You you just go. That's the and as long as they doing that defensively, with how you know Pollard is coming into his own, he's starting to get more comfortable week after week. If that can get this connection with CD down pack, yes, I believe Dallas can get it done. We know you went to Oklahoma. Oklahoma just beat Oklahoma State in Bedlam 28-13. What is your impression of how Brett Venables has done his first year at Oklahoma, your alma mater? Uh, BV has done the best he can do with what he's been given. And this is no knock to the kids, but like that's the reality of today's game. If a kid don't like his situation or like what's happening, he can just up and leave. You know, this transfer portal, guys is getting paid to go here and there. He just got left with what he got left with. And before the season started, I said, everybody has to temper their expectations about Oklahoma football and what you're going to get this season. You know, he's he's gotten them to a bowl game. And I honestly believe he's gotten the most out of what he can get. We didn't have a great recruiting class, lost a lot of players. You see what Kayla Williams is doing at USC. We lost him, lost a great offensive mind and Lincoln Riley, you know, like, so what we getting is, to me, that's about as good as it was going to get this year anyway. So I, I think it gets uh, better, though. I think it gets better. Yeah, I think, I think it when definitely the settles improves. In. It definitely improves. And people forget everybody, Coach Stoops is a Hall of Fame college coach. His first couple seasons was just like this. Coach Stoops' first season, he won two games. Then two years later, he went in the national championship. So people got to, like, be patient. Like, we saw instant gratification now in today's time. People forget that you got to build up these things. You got to work your way back up. So um, I trust BB. He was my defensive coordinator when I played. So uh, I'm I'm excited for that future. Wait, I what years you was there? I was there '06 to '09. Ooh, we. So you missed the game, huh? It's because he went to Boise in, uh, State. So you, it's because so he went so, to Boise so State. That's the game, what you're huh? talking about. No, no, no. I was there. No, that was 2000. Yeah, it was red shirt. Oh yeah, remember when y'all was like, y'all was, y'all was walking around Scottsdale. Y'all thought it was just gonna be a cakewalk. Nobody cares about Boise lie. State. Hey, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I thought, I thought it was sweet. I was red shirt. Ooh, hey, I, I remember, said that was yeah. the last question before <laughs> nah, we let man, you listen, go. I told no, you about no. cutting me off. Before no. we let you go, Don't answer. As where we stand today, <laughs> who do you like winning the Super Bowl? Right now? Yeah. Oh, man. Whew. Win it, or can I just give y'all who I think? Just give, yeah, give me the two teams, AFC, NFC. Buffalo and the 49ers. Okay, respect. Them, them solid teams, but shit, uh, Gerald, we really appreciate you. If you ever out here our way within these next eight, nine weeks, we would love to have you come in, talk with us. Heck we've been, yeah. We've been dying Man, to get listen, people I on the set with us. 
Uh, just I, talk football. I appreciate this, man. Uh, good luck yeah, and everything. The way y'all sitting, the way y'all sitting, when I see, I didn't realize it was like this. The way y'all sitting, I said, man, listen, that's what I want to do. That, yeah. <laughs> I pulled up, y'all pulled up the camera. I said, oh, yeah. yeah, that's live right there. Well, we appreciate you. Good luck to your daughter. Enjoy uh, Thanksgiving. Once again, hopefully you got some game to watch. We ain't take all your time up. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all good, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. I'm for sure coming back. And when I'm out there, I'm going to slide through, man. I appreciate y'all. All right, bet, man. Be safe. Appreciate Enjoy you, your man. Day. Thanks for your time, bro. So he said he liked the Niners. That's uh, interesting. Pretty, bro, that's the interesting, Niners huh? is going to be a hard, hard out. And I'm going to eat my words again. Christian McCaffrey being healthy and not having to shelter the whole load. I told you. Bro. I told you. But just being having to deal with his vision, what he he can catch out the backfield. That's what I'm I don't got to put so much load on Debo. Uh, I don't got to put so much load on Jimmy. Um, I think Jimmy has his, his limitations, but there's no... There's nothing that beats experience. He's experienced in a situation. I don't think no situation is too big. I think, you know, the, the 49ers are going to be a hard out. Um, the 49ers are going to be tough. I, I want to go back to what we kind of talking with Woodrow a little bit with, with the Cowboys. 40 to 3? Bro, 40 to 3? You know what? F- wait, me wait, up wait, even wait. more? Four, the Vikings were... I mean, we just talk about record-wise. Best team in the NFC, but them they, the Eagles. But they was on the verge of getting blown but, out a few times. Hey, hey, I could be on the verge of getting knocked out as long as I win the fight. It's, I won but, the fight. But it's, just, it's setting up a recipe to get knocked out. Dude, 40 to 3. Bro, the Cowboys do you be, Do you believe in the Vikings now? I told you or, I wouldn't trust Kirk Cousins to go get me a sandwich. <laughs> like, me and my cousin text each other and was like, look at Kirk Cousins wishing this game started at 1 p.m. Eastern. You know how we always say that? Because that's the 10 o'clock games. That don't yeah, mean yeah, shit. He can't. So anytime. Yeah, them don't mean shit. If he playing a 10 o'clock game, he's he saying he can get it outside of that. He will light he's you terrible. up. He will light you up. You get up. like in, What was even worse is to pull him in. The, what they put him in? The third quarter or the fourth quarter? It's early fourth, I believe. Like, come on, bro. You ain't got no. You you have no. There's nothing in you that burns in you and telling the coach, let's put together one drive. Let me, let me, let me, let's put together one drive rhythmically. Come on, just one drive. Let's if, put some points on the board. If you had to pick. Three best teams in the NFC. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles. Bro, this y'all gonna look, you're gonna look at me crazy with this one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Over the Cowboys. Bro, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is just com- they're they're complete. And- I would for sure put the Cowboys over the Bucks, for sure. For sure. If Julio's healthy. Michael- I don't care if Julio's healthy because I know. With Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, and that rest of that D line, they gonna pressure Brady. If they, they would put pressure on Brady, the Cowboys got a lot of injuries. They playing with a backup nickel. Um, I don't know what the f- they're doing at right corner. We're rotating Anthony Brown and Kelvin Joseph. Uh, obviously, AB is you know we all have our limitations, and he's been solid. But you know sometimes you 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 have some of those games where you have inopportunistic plays. I don't think Kelvin Joseph is re- Kelvin Kelvin Joseph is ready to play right now, bro. Tom Brady has traditionally, year in and year out, gotten better as the year went on. 
And now I think, you know, you got... He's had his, problems. You got his, his, he, he's settled right now. Should be over him. He's settled right now. And I think, uh, you know, here they come. They, they got a good front in themselves. They do. Uh, they're getting healthy on the back end. Um, I, I, bro, the this is what scares me about the Cowboys, what we always talk about. Sometimes they just show up and they want to be the Colts of the 2000s. Now, this is where I thought the Cowboys may have turned the corner with Dak. Where? They didn't put everything on their shoulders. I believe they didn't that have was, to. They was kicking. No, no. They was kicking but, the living shit. Dog I believe. I believe he was twenty three for twenty eight. So they threw the ball twenty eight times. Tony Pollard got his carries. Zeke got his carries. They relied on the run game, and they didn't put it all on Dak. That's what they were doing with Cooper Rush, relying on his run game, and we gonna play good defense, run the ball. This is a recipe for success if they it is. Can it's a recipe this. for winning in the world in the uh, in the regular season. But what happens when you get down? This is my only issue with the Eagles. Now, if you get down, Dak, because of what you pay him, if you get down, he got to be able to do his part and say, "I got you. Get on my back. I got you this well, game. I got you. I Can't do it every game." But I can do it this game. I think he can, but uh, something's brewing over there that we all letting pass us. Odell Beckham is scheduled for a visit after Thanksgiving. I think they need another guy. If you the Cowboys, do you, are you going to get him? Yes, you I need another guy. I need another guy. I need to see how he works out. I need another guy. It just, bro, the Cowboys are scary because this could be one thing. And this was, I was on a team like this, bro. We were rolling the whole season. Had the first week by and... We at home, crowd rocking, towel swinging. We Packers coming in. We had already beat them once, and bro, they was on our ass from the first snap. And then when we climbed all the way back in the game, they get a third and twenty-six. Dude, if they get Odell Beckham with that run game and that defense, if he's healthy, not many guys. How you're not covering him one on one? I mean, we're expecting a lot out of a guy that's coming off of a. That's not even a. a but year that, that's that's the reality. That's that's what we do. I mean, because a lot of, of it, his name and a lot of it is going to determine uh, seating. And I'm gonna say because I think styles make fights. Who in the NFC would give the Cowboys problems? Tampa. Because of what? It's just what the is way it? that they're built. On but Tampa, but Tampa plays a ton of man to man. You're going to man up C.D. Lamb. You're going to man up but Odell no, Beckham. See, what, they play a ton of single no, high safety man no, no, to man. No, 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 no. What Todd Bowles is playing is he's playing that old. You played in Seattle. Did you play with Pete Carroll? Yeah. He plays a lot of that, that loaded three zone. But he, they want to bring eight in the box. They do. But when you play that loaded three zone and it's not play action and, you know, you get run keys, you can get those guys in those areas. Get them out there. Yeah. So I think uh, Tampa's equipped to play man to man. Um, C.D. Lamb is best in the slot. When you put somebody in the slot, that's when I can buzz them defenders. I can play a lot of one drop coverage. I think Tampa gives you presents you a problem because they can neutralize Michael Parsons. Dallas has not traditionally played well since Brady has been in there. I think so outside of Tampa, no the Eagles, bro. Once they get the, the, as we used to call them, the fat asses. That's the D line. So you don't have any concern about the Eagles? Jalen Hurts playing that game hungry. yesterday. Nah, because games it this is what they got going in Philly. Uh, they got the best backup three technique in the NFL. And Dominican Sue, once he gets his feet underneath him, we would you would say that that defensive line, okay. bro, with a Dominican Sue, All right. Fletcher Cox, so no, Linval so Joseph, so, and then when Jordan Davis comes hold on, back, we missing one though. We are gonna go J Javon Hargrave, did and uh, 
Fletcher, Art, what's his name, Davis? Jordan Davis. And then we're going to go with our third, or our fourth guy, our rotation being Dendamakin. Uh, we got Brandon Graham, who is, he can rush in the inside on passing downs. Up front, they, they got I it. I mean, I think in their corners are long. Um, they're going to be a problem. Gardner Johnson, I believe he leading the league in picks. Bro, that Philadelphia and the link in January. When it's so cold. you don't have concerns about the game yesterday. They won, but it was nah. it was tight. Nah. Um, nah. I mean, they got the X factor, the quarterback. But I feel like teams that would give them a run, like a run for their money is San Francisco's front is damn good. And the way that they run the ball, I San, do not, San Francisco's I front do not is good, see anyone. But the Eagles have the best offensive line in football. The Eagles have the best you offensive line You could have the best offensive line in football. Blocking Nick Bosa one-on-one is the equivalent of saying, go cover Justin Jefferson. But pass protection is this. Uh, Javon Kinlaw, good player. They linebackers. They should have Armstead back by that time They linebackers. Well. Uh, Fred Warner. Charvarius Mooney Ward, uh, he he he's a most one of the most underrated players. He's undrafted, but he's six one and he can run, and, and he does exactly what they ask him. And then Hafunga is his name. What's his From name? USC. Yeah. That, Troy Polamalu. We gonna have we gonna be in store for some good football. I want to sit and watch football with you one Saturday, from sun up to Sunday. As long as I don't like got a little bet with you, I watch the game. Just like cool, but when I bet, I be oh I be hot. Any bad. The Bengals Steeler game, Joe Burrow slides, gets hit late. They don't call a penalty, but then they call a little BIPI call. I'm like, a BSPI call. I'm like, what are they doing? Bro, you know what makes me mad about the Bengals? Them are good. The Bengals are Bro, good. Bro, why y'all keep good. trying Eli Apple out there? Good mm -hmm. lord. Dude, did you did you did you play with a woozy? Is that how you pronounce yeah. the name? Yeah, He hurt. He's always been hurt. So they don't have nobody else. Bro, why do they keep? Why don't they mm -hmm. just invest some money in the corner? They don't have anybody else. Um, I think they're gonna, get, they're gonna be a problem. Uh, the Bengals gonna the Bengals. I think Chase coming back this week. Oh, he can't come back this week. The following week, no, he didn't get on IR, but he's probably gonna come back after. I got the Bengals. The I got game. the Bengals. I think they're gonna beat the Ravens, and I think they're gonna win the division. I got them winning the division. But I'm gonna just stop just going against you. I'm gonna just be on your side. Like we should just meet, and then I should tell you what you tell <laughs> you think, and then me, and we should just agree. Nathaniel Hackett, oh, the gosh. Denver Broncos. We were talking about this yesterday as well. Uh, and hold, hold up, I'm a, let's lead into this. Number one, uh, just run the ball on third down. The clock runs. The Raiders get the ball back with just over a minute left. That's going to get away about 45 seconds. Before we even get to any of that, Nathaniel Hackett gives up play calling duties yeah. to Clint Kubiak, Gary Kubiak's son, but when you research, Clint Kubiak is the quarterback coach. Clint, Clint, and you actually yeah. have an offensive coordinator, Justin. I'm about to find his name right His now. name is Justin something. Why, if you're Nathaniel Hackett, do you bypass your offensive coordinator and go to your quarterback coach to call plays? Well, this is gonna Why? this is gonna be give you my only realistic idea. Clint Kubiak was an offensive coordinator at the Minnesota Vikings yeah. last year. I think that uh, you you continue that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that was a hire for a guy that you caveat yourself into always have a job, because Clint Curry in favor. Because Clint um, ran a pretty efficient offense with the Vikings. So now if I'm if I'm Nathaniel Hackett after I get canned, you know Clint always knows you know 
Give me that opportunity. And I think uh So you really think that's what he's thinking? It's been a huge like it's been a huge deficiency in coaching. Um the fact that they continue to put the ball in Melvin Gordon's hand and Melvin Gordon has put the ball Guess in the ground. what? Of course they waved him. But you seen that? Yeah, but but oh. bro, he put the ball on the ground twenty five times since two thousand fifteen. That's insane. If you look at the two games that they played against the Broncos, uh, one game they were driving and they were going to go up by two scores. He fumbles into... Dude, I feel bad for Melvin Gordon because you never want to see a guy go out this way. But listen, though. He they... fumbles. They're running back for a touchdown. This time he goes into... They're going into halftime. He fumble, he's fumble going in. And he just, just hold the ball and just get it across. But I don't think that was the reason that they cut him. Did you read the comments? The comments were, I think my teammates were understanding. It wasn't that bad. It's not like we lost a fumble. The only thing that makes it look worse is because we didn't get points. That that was the biggest swing in the game. It's going to be 17-7 going into. I'm I'm sure he feels but, but a if, certain way about that because he's known for fumbling the ball. They signed Latavius Murray <laughs> first game. Latavius Murray get there, he getting all the carries. Melvin Gorgeous on the sideline like he's pouting though. I'm here, coach. but if you really I'm, if you yeah, really, he's pouting. if of you course. really go back to his comments, of course you're. If you really pout. go back to his comments at the beginning of the year, it was. I don't know why I'm not starting. Javante Williams is their guy. Mm -hmm. I don't see the difference. I'm good enough to be the starter. But the thing is, when you make those comments, you got to play like the starter. You, you can't put the ball on the ground. And that's the biggest thing is when you make those type of comments. He's toast. You, you got to be that guy I mean, you gotta that put you're the, saying you are. But you got to put the work in to secure that ball. Uh, Tiki Barber had a huge fumbling problem. Bro, it's something. It's, it's, you have to put the work in. It's something going on to where he just, he can't hold on to the ball. You got to put the work in, But bro. as a coaching staff, do you take some blame for continuing to bro, put him in this position? Or you say, oh, we're just going to continue on, hold to hold give on, hold him on. opportunity? Let's go deeper. Because you know when Nathaniel Hackett relieved play calling duties where he focused his energy at. Where? The defense. The defense didn't need it. And look at the defense now. They, the defense has been um, stellar all year. I, I, the defense have been, has done very, very I well think the Broncos, all year. I think the Broncos need a reset. Um, I need to figure out if we can salvage Russell Wilson. I am, I am heavily Bruh. invested in him. Br- Russell Wilson? You talk about a fall from grace? I mean, but like, you you were on a run-first team where you were a play-action quarterback where you made all your plays outside the pocket, and now all of a sudden you think you're Drew Brees. Just watch Geno now, baby. Just watch Geno go to work. Watch Geno go to work. Yeah, I told you that, too. I told you that, too. Yeah, uh, you did. But what we got this week? What games we got this week? No, give me some action. I, I don't know. I don't... Come I don't on, give really me some action. I don't know who... Th- okay, I don't give me some Thursday. Thanksgiving. Give me some Thanksgiving action. I know the, all I know is the Bills play the Lions. Okay, so... The Cowboys are gonna, easy game. The Cowboys are gonna be in for a tougher test than you think. You think so? I just think because it's a divisional game. The Cowboys are coming <laughs> off a big <laughs> victory, <laughs> and then the team they're playing is coming off um, of an ugly loss. I think that game's a toss-up. It's two seven and three teams. I mean, Giants are coming off of an ugly <laughs> loss, <laughs> and so they 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 gonna be ready. Uh, what do you think about the pa- ah. Patriots and Vikings? Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings. I mean, but Belichick can't coach. He can coach, but no, no, he's bad, bro. He should. You and Davy P. He should be fine. He should just quit right now to salvage. Man, his... listen, if you gonna do all that talking, all right, man, give me a bet. And it was ten to three. Give me a bet. And the punter should have punted the ball out of bounds. Yes. And they missed the block in the back. It was already a touchdown. I don't give a damn if it was a touchdown or not. It was a okay, block so in the back. Okay, so you a 15-yard penalty from there? It's a block in the back. He started from the side. Was it a penalty? Vikings, Patriots, give me the bet. 
I got the Vikings. All right, 500. Let's keep it going. Vikings are night game. Is it a night game? Thank okay. you. Easy Bro, money. you keep betting on Kirk Cousins in prime time. I don't Boost give a up. damn. Boost it up. No, I don't have that Boost money. It up. I got four kids. Save. I have four kids and one well, we day. We can work a payment I just bought flights for them to come home. I need this. This we can work I need this. Plan. This ain't even going to cover the flights. All right. Well, so we'll talk about that. Yeah. And Belichick is defensively has always been good there. But it's incompetence when you let Matt Patricia and Joe Judge run this offense. Now Mac Jones it, look like he can't play. Matt it, Jones look on. like... Is it wait wait is it incom- was, is it incompetence or is it brotherly love? It can it's little, it, I guess it, it's a little bit of both. Nepotism. Yeah, of course it's nepotism for sure. But Mac Jones last year looked like man, he has a great career I told ahead you of him. Now they talking like Mac Jones can't play but because don't of his worry coaches. Though. Josh but McDaniels will be back. Appreciate you getting me this five hundred uh, on Thursday. Mac, I appreciate it. Thank don't you. worry, Josh is coming back. Might not be tomorrow, but he coming. They ain't going to let Josh go. They just coming off a big victory. Hey. Oh, wow. They beat the Broncos. We pre- it's a big division game. Goodbye. We appreciate we y'all. We appreciate y'all joining us. Fubo Sports Network, Orlando Scandrick, TJ Hushmazada airing it out. We yeah. see y'all next week, and I have a little more money to my name because I will need not. it. Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody be safe out here. Yes. We appreciate y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Airing it disrespectful out. right back. It's Orlando right. Scandrick, TJ Hushmazada. <laughs> Man, we we'll see y'all next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.